Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. My Radio, Worldwide International Radio Broadcast. Special edition called Thursday evening is now on the air. It's called a special edition called Thursday evening. And we have live broadcast special edition called Thursday evening. And we're going to see who, who who coming on stage for the special edition called Thursday evening. All right. Let's see. Mother E. All right. Let's see Mother E coming on stage for the top part of the special edition called Thursday evening. One thing about it, in the book of Romans chapter 12, it tells you um, to tell us something. We'll find out what it says after we see we bring in um, Mother E on the special edition called Thursday evening. I don't know, we might even check down and see if... Um, our sister Sarah, if she want to get in that microphone, we don't know. You might ask her a question, sister Sarah. You want to holler in that microphone on on um, special edition called um, Thursday evening? We don't know. We'll find out. All right, good enough. So now, Mother E, Travis Yacht God Judah. Yacht God Beach, that's Israel. Yacht God bless you, see Israel. Let's see you, Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I have Mother, Mother E. And we know Mother E is close by getting prepared to do our part in just as Yahweh. So um, and we will hear that commentary a little bit later. Let's find out what's coming on stage for the ninth episode. Uh, we see um, daughter of Israel. Daughter of Yahweh. Israel. We'll find out. Daughter. Daughter of Yahweh. Daughter Yahweh, tribe of Yahweh, Judah. Yahweh, I'll give you the sea right Hey, daughter Yahweh, I'll give you the right What's wrong with daughter's microphone there, WCC? We working on her microphone. Oh, okay. All right. The final is up is Sister Sarah. Driving, so I'm on my way oh, home yeah. now. But once I get home, then I can do a reading. 
We're open on Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. On the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class, as I mentioned before. And the top part of Sabbath is Friday. That kind of time for that online class is from 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class at the temple at 12 p.m. And we have an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine, click tribeyada.com. After you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com, dash Israelites. I usually mention that because that's how you're able to see our calendar, which you'll find out a bit later. After you click enter, just under the big line, you'll see some choices. One of these choices will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh of the kindness of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his court. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dustin's Yahweh online. Also, for building the school, which is very well needed to expand our teaching. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health tools we continue to speak of on this program, Hallelujah the Yaqua. Also out there, as I mentioned before, check our calendar. It will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. It's available during our broadcast time. This time to get there, just enter. Three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yada. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224 Six zero zero five five seven nine. This will be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six nine camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I have to remind you as usual, you only hit discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. 
On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. And she is usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mrs. Cigarette Man, and answered many memos that most of us have seen before. Even now, in addition, addition to that, is the Latter-day Saints, and even setting up our broadcast broadcast. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear discouraging doubts. Now, for those of you who have missed the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire, the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. You'll find our program time is repeated after 10.30. And to do this, enter the three words once again, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click on look for Voices of the Truth Rights, Forever God God. At that point, just choose the program that you were late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And also doing a normal blog talk broadcast. We're also simultaneously transmitting on Peloton which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Peltalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Tuesdays, tribe of Yadah. You'll find when you get there, our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. And online there to answer those on the table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sia Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if broad talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on talk talk. But the continuing reminder that I usually give, when we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. And that reminder is given us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. So as we keep our scriptures in mind, we still find those that are trying to win at bump the gums contest. Those are the ones that miss all the Yahweh's glory which is said unto them. Because we are rehearsing them. The righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh. And that reminder is in St. John chapter 14, verse 26. So we can start to do just that. We'll pass the program back to us here in Israel. And look like I got to keep my books open, as the see said, and say hallelujah.
But now it looks like things are finally coming around I know we've got a long, long way to go And where we'll end up, I don't know But we won't let nothing hold us back We're putting our shirts together We're polishing up our actors True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. All right, I guess we live again. I don't know where that came from. Run on my hand, Elder. All I can tell you is Elder Luke, chapter 12. Verse 12, that's all I can say. What does that say? Come on. Okay, the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. And I think that um, that interference might have came from me pushing a button. Okay. All right. Well, I, well, I know it didn't come from me. I think it helped. No, that came that came from me because I know that the WCC probably had to tie it up. 
Oh, okay. Well, I know one thing. Oh, I know yeah, you have yeah. titles. They call scientists back in your days, so I guess, I don't know. Okay, well, you know, sometimes things pop back up, no doubt about it. All right, good enough. So, uh, hey, Mother, what do we say, hey, Mother East, what do we say in Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3, and it'll um, have me oh, look at something in the book called Second Ezra. I'm going to look at something in 2nd Ezra 14, verse 6, 11 down to verse 17. I'm going to look at something. This is take number 20. I'm going to look at something in take 20 by some protocol. It seems that we got to get you on the way of getting this So, Mother E, what do we say in Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3 at Mother Book of Romans chapter twelve, verse one, two, and three. Romans chapter twelve, verse one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yahweh, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable unto Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Verse two. And be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of Yahweh. Verse 3, For I say, though the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly, then he ought to think, but to think sober, according as Yahweh has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, you got to have a pretty good spirit. That's what he's saying. So, um, it'll hold that point that you own. So, that means you got to have a pretty good spirit. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a pretty good spirit. Remember, this is take twenty of uh, revealing the number of the B six six six. But we want to take a little slight detour just for a minute. You, so you got to. What is it? And, and we got to. Grab your book called the Book of Jasper. The Book of Jasper, Mother E. And yeah, Jasper, J A S H E R. Take a look at what it says in chapter one, verse seventeen and eighteen. Seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, Jasper, chapter one, verse seventeen and eighteen. The book of Jasper, chapter 1, verse 17 and verse 18. Mm-hmm. And in some time after Cain and Abel, his brother went, went one day into the field to do their work. And they were both in the field. Cain killed children and prolonging, prolonging, 
his ground and aid feeding his flock. Hold on. Hey, what, what book are you reading that out? Joshua. They, it, it, one. It, one, Joshua. Chapter what one. Verses 17 and verse 18. Okay, what do 18 say? And Cain approached his brother, Abel, in anger. And he said unto him, What is there between me and thee, that thou comest to dwell and bring forth? Hold that one, mother. I'm all over the place right now. Thank you from all types of angles. I'm the big dignitary. Let us hold that one. Hold that one, period. We're going to hold that up for a minute. I'll come back with that a little bit later. Just um, go to wisdom of Solomon. Let's try wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 8, verse 18 down to verse 21. Let's try that. But right now, I ain't, going, I ain't getting away with that chapter first. But we're going to talk about our reading service. And how we got to conduct ourselves as we uh, try to get all the best we can from the night on. And the wisdom of Solomon, Solomon was given his blessing by the Almighty. Let's see what he says in chapter 8, verse 18 down to verse 21. Let's see what he said there, Mother. Chapter 8, 18 to 21. Yeah, let's see what he said right there. Let's see what he said. The Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 8, verses 18 to 21. Uh-huh. And great pledges is, it is to have her friendship and in, in, the, in the works of her hand, and infant writ, and in the exercises of conference with her pardon and in talking with her a good report I went about seeking how to take her to me verse 19 for I was a with a witness child Visit child and had a good spirit. Verse 20. Mm-hmm. Yea, brother, being good, I come into a body undefiled. Verse 21. Nevertheless, when I could see that I could not over. Otherwise, obtain her, except Yahweh give her me. And that mm-hmm. was a point of wisdom also to know who give she was. I prayed unto the Yahweh and besought him, and with my whole mind I said, I'll read verse 19 again, Mother. Verse 19. 
verse 19. For I was a, a with a child and had a good spirit. Mm-hmm. Right there, right there, right there. So you see, when you're dealing with Yahweh's words, and and when you start seeing Yahweh's people, what you'll start noticing about them, that's when they got the Yahweh with them, you'll notice they'll start having a good spirit in them. And you can't be all over the place, and we don't know what spirit you got on you, we know when you're um, on the right track, you have a, Yahweh give you the calmness to give you a good spirit. Now, mm-hmm. preach up that mother to Daniel 6, verse 3. Daniel 6, verse 3. So, I will read my service here to get in what we've been in at and just say Yahweh. But when you know the ones that's getting in where they fit in at, you'll start watching their spirit, and they have a good spirit. It's not a, a beat-your-back spirit. Their spirit will be, you, you'll know it when Yahweh is working with them. Because um, something, A.L. looks here. Because something will happen, and he cleans exactly out the regular book, Elder. What it says in 8 verse 1. So, see, all these things we have to be aware of because we know this ministry going to make its mark in just as Yahweh, land, school, banquet hall, radio station. It's all going to unfold itself, and that's the truth. But one thing we know, you got to have the people around you that have the spirit of the Bible, not just the spirit of just being there. They got to have a good spirit. Matter of fact, in the please that eight verse one here, but can you have those see out in eight verse one, what it say? Ecclesiastes chapter eight, verse number one says Who is as the wise man? And who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine. Mm-hmm. And the boldness of his face shall be changed. You see that? So, so you you won't be. How can we say it? See, Yahweh Jesus choose to recognize those that's gonna. This ain't about seniority. It's about looking at this Bible and knowing who labor among you. But once you're in Yahweh, uh, precept that elder. 10 verse 6 of 1 Samuel, precept chapter 10 verse 6. Because, see, we got to get prepared because we know it's going to happen. But one thing about it, you got to have the spirit of the Bible with you, not because you got seniority. This, this ain't the world. This is Yahweh understanding what to look for. So, in 1 Samuel, 10 verse 6. Tell me out here what it says in 10 verse 6. In the book of uh, 1 Samuel, chapter 10, verse number 6, 6 says, And the Spirit of Yahweh will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them. Thou shalt return into another man. 
You see that? So so when the, when Yahweh's spirit come upon you, you you will not be the same old person. I don't care how smart you are. You will see things totally different than the way you have looked out and seen things. You'll watch the green glasses will be taken off and your spiritual eye open and then you can tell who's who and who's not from the page of the book. Now, now, Mother, give me that Daniel 6, verse 3. Because you have them coming all directions, and you have to know how to recognize the people that's going to be among you to come from the pages of the book. See, if the spirit ain't right, you're going to see it. Because Yahweh will give you the tools on when you um, have the spirit of Yahweh. Daniel is there. And 6 verse 3 says what, Mother? Daniel. 6 verse 3. Yes, ma'am. What that say? Oh, boy. Let me get back there. The book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and prince. Because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Yeah, he was in captivity. And Daniel's spirit was so excellent, even in captivity, King Nebuchadnezzar set him over the realm of everybody, even in captivity. Mm-hmm. So that's what it means by get your spirit right. And you reflect his Bible, Yahweh got great names for you according to what's written. So our job is to watch you from the pages of the book. Mm-hmm. Now, David tells him in the 51st chapter, verse 10 and 11, you know he had many wives, many kids. And he was a king, and Yahweh told him, You'll be king even when you die, and I'll raise you back up in time to come. But David made a statement in Psalm 51. He said something in Psalm 51, and I want to see what he says in 51, verse 10 and 11. What did David say to the Almighty in Psalm 51, verse 10 and 11? What did he say there, El? What did what did David say in Psalm fifty one? I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a like delay all all over the place. Let me check and see his daughter microphone didn't fix yet. Daughter Yahqua, Yahqua did you see right? Yahqua blessed. Psalm fifty one. All right. Hallelujah Yahqua. Okay, good that daughter. All right, good enough. So WCC got a microphone ready to go. All right, yeah. Uh, Psalm 51, verse 10 and 11. What did it say to help? Psalm 51, dash 10 and 11. 10 says, Create in me a clean mind, O Yahweh, and renew a right spirit within me. 11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not 
a righteous spirit from me. You know, David said, David said, I got, I got many wives. I got many children. The one thing I don't want you to take from me, Yahweh, is that righteous spirit. See, that's the key. And see, that's when you know when you're working with something. When you watch this book, and, and when your spirit right, Yahweh going to kick in. But if your spirit all over the place, up and down, all around the corner, that means work got to be done. So, Lord uh, Yahweh, let's look at mm-hmm. Galatians uh, 5, 22. Is that what I want? Galatians 5, 22. What do, what do we say in Galatians 5, 22, daughter? Daughter Yahweh, Galatians 5, 22. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. You see that? So that's the Spirit that has to be exhibited. Matter of fact, you can be, you know, you can be working in a hospital. And if your Spirit, right, you can cheer up your patients. They'll, they'll, they'll look at you and say, you know, they can get what happened maybe on their last hour. Because when your spirit right, that's the game changer when your spirit right, no doubt about it. Now, uh, Elder, let's run to that that second Ezra now. Let's go to that second Ezra, 14, verse 6. Because I got it. In second Ezra, chapter 14, verse 6. Then get down to 11 to 17. 11 to 17. And, uh, okay. and Mother E, have me 19 and 20, 22. And daughter have me 20, 23, down to 28 and 37. So I want to take a look at some things, because some things we need to know, because we know that Yahweh got his hand on his ministry. But there's some things that we need to know that's in writing. In second of the fourteen verse six. You know, what is it saying we can read? Second Ezra fourteen verse six. Then skip down to what I think eleven down to what? Eleven down to seventeen. Yes, sir. All right, thank you, El. Come on with it. Okay, verse number six says, These words shall not declare, and these shall not hide. Eleven. Well, hold that point, Elder. Hold that point. Now, he tells us here, look, 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 look what he's saying here. He said, Now, listen, dear Ezra, I'm going to tell you something that you're supposed to tell her now, and I'm going to tell you something. She's supposed to hold tight. That was the angel telling them right there in verse 6. I'm going to tell you something now. These are things I'm going to tell you that you go right back to the children of Israel in captivity and you tell them. But some things I'm not going to, um, um, that you don't tell them, but I'm going to tell you. That's what he's saying. Skip down to 11, down to verse 17. Okay, verse number 11. Well, the world is divided into 12 parts, 
and the ten parts of it are gone already. And half of a tenth part, twelve. And there Hold that remains yeah. that. Hold that let, 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 me, let, me, let me expound on what he just said. In Ezra days, he's telling Ezra in his days. Now we look at a clock. It got 12 hours to a clock. He's saying, Ezra, look at this thing as a clock. You won't know what time we in Ezra. Ten parts in your days is gone. And a half have gone. So ten and a half parts of a twelve hour clock is gone, Ezra. But Ezra won't know what time was the end before the return of Yahweh son. So in Ezra days, all that was left was a half and an hour, an hour and a half in his days. Now you need to know the timeline of Ezra. So the time a, a daughter have means the 24th chapter, verse 29, and we're going to read down until we get our point. Uh, Matthew, is that way on me, daughter? See, that's how the spirit operates. So, the, see, what we said telling you, we got to get our spirit right, and we got to get, and we got to make sure we follow closely to help ourselves and others. That's why we must always, a money. We must always remember what is written in Matthew 26, verse 40. Let's read that, Mother. And Matthew 26, verse 40. Okay. The book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 40. Yeah, what's written there? Matthew, chapter 26, verse 40, reads. And he come unto the, his disciples, his father, and found them asleep, and said unto Peter, What could what could you not watch with me one hour? Yeah. So Yahweh requires the children of the book to make sure when they run a twenty four hours, get that man one hour. Get that man one hour, you'd be surprised of what he's setting you up for if you follow, like you follow the rules and regulations on your job, or you, you follow rules and regulations when you're out there driving that car. When you see that red light, get ready to click in, I bet you stop. I bet you see that stop sign, you stop at it, right? You follow the them rules and regulations, don't you? What about the rules and regulations of this man right here? And he's sending signs to you about certain things that you got to know the signs of the time. Ezra day is no more than an hour and a half left of his day. And that was in Ezra day. What time are we in right now? See? So, and daughter going to bring it out, what we're working with, in the 24th chapter. Hey, daughter. Daughter of Israel, daughter of Yahweh. Look at 
Matthew chapter 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the S-U-N be darkened, the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her, and the stars shall fall from and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Verse 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together is elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Verse 32. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branches yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nice. Verse 33. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verse 34, truly I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Verse 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. You hear a man saying? He said, heaven and earth might pass away, but my word is not going to pass. What he's trying to tell you that we know that he got a hand on his ministry, no doubt about it. But we got to be prepared for what this man is saying and see all the dark things and parables. But if we don't go by the rule, it's going to escape you and get away from you. But it'll show you your spirit. We know when you're ready through the pages of the book because when your spirit right, you're going to see what Elder read in 10 verse 6. You're not going to be the same old person no more. He's he going to be on dump something for you, a daughter. And in 11, 11, 19, he'd be on dump something for you. And Ezekiel, see, we're going to be sitting in these classrooms. And in these classrooms, you have to know what's going on. When you go in these classrooms, you got to go. And you got to know what's going on. And 11, uh, daughter, verse 19, what does it say in 11, 19 of, of Ezekiel? Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. And I will give them one mind, and I will put one, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony mind out of their flesh, and will give them a mind of flesh. Here you say you'll do so he got he got to remove that stony mind. He got to remove that. See, the Bible will tell you you can't see you can't you can't dress up and hide your spirit. She said he got to re, he gonna remove that stony mind. You know that nonchalant. Uh, remember, we read that Ezra asked the question about where we at in time. He said, Ezra, look at it as 12, as 12. He said, Ezra, in your days, 10 of 12 is already gone. 
and plus a half. So in Ezra days, it wasn't nothing left but an hour and a half in Ezra days. And then God just read it even at the door. You see what's going on here? So that's why we must come now. But you got to be the one that spirit is right, that Yahweh would show you, spirit they got to have to be able to help themselves and others to come. That's what we say. So, the spirit got to be right. But it got to be right according to the Bible. Not you pleasing the spirit or the elder, mother, sister. No, no, no. You got you to gotta get this thing right in the eyes of Yahweh. That's why I tell you, study to show yourself approved to Yahweh. Not to nobody, but Yahweh. Make sure you pleasing to Yahweh. And all way you can, hey, Molly, all way you can please Yahweh is 322, 1 John 3.22. Now, the only way you can please Yahweh or even demand anything from Yahweh. Look what he got written in 1 John 3.22, Molly. What he got written? Book of First John, chapter three, verse twenty-two. Yeah, okay. what is that? Let me get there. First John, chapter three, verse twenty-two. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments. And do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You see We got to make sure what we're doing is pleasing in his sight. See, that's the game change. Make sure what you're doing is, and, and what's pleasing in his sight is what this book says. And our mm-hmm. job is to show this book. We don't care how great of learning you have in the world. But do you line up with this book to be pleasing to Yahweh? Now, go run over to the 36th chapter of Ezekiel and look at verse 26 down to verse 28. Let's see what it says in Ezekiel 36, verse number 26 to 28. Go Yahweh, come out. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 through 28. Verse 26. A new mind also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony mind out of your flesh, and I will give you a mind of flesh. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Verse 28. And you shall dwell in the land that I give to your father. And you shall be my people, and I will be your Yahweh. Oh, wait a minute. But then what will happen then? So what will happen? Uh, read that verse 28 again, that daughter. So what will happen? And you shall dwell in the land. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 28. And you shall dwell in the land that I give your father, and you shall be my people, and I shall be your Yahweh. Well, well, well that's the condition. That, that if you, that if I 
if if you remove your stony minded and you got a, a, and you on the right track. But we know according to verse twenty eight, we not in our land. My family didn't know where our land is. So evidently we must didn't follow what the what Ezekiel the seal said, because I know we not in our land. We ain't running up. So we must done the opposite of what he just said here. He said, now, if you do what I tell you to do, you're going to be in the land. And I'm going to put my spirit in you. So wait a minute. So we know this must, this right here must be hell. This must be where you're holding. This must be according to Second Samuel 7, 19. Can you help them see out in Second Samuel 7, 19? Hey, hey, Mother E, give me that Isaiah chapter 6, 8 down to 11, and daughter pick up at 12 and 13, then go right on over to Isaiah 22, 17 through 19 and 25. So, what we saying, evidently, when daughter read this verse right here, hey, you shall drill in the land. You're not in your land now. You are lost. You are lost. That proves it. So evidently, at this time, he was not able to take this stony mind out of you. I mean, not that he couldn't have done it, but you chose not to remove that stony heart. And Yahweh put you off in the captivity that you were in now. So, um, what we read? Second Samuel. Yeah, Second Samuel. Yeah, Second Samuel. Seven or nineteen. What it say? Evidently, this must be what. Second Samuel seven nineteen. Thank you. Verse nineteen says, and this was yet a small thing in my sight. O Yahweh, out of thy has spoken. Thou has spoken also of thy servants' heart. For a great while to come. And in yeah. the manner of men. Right there. Oh, yeah. So this right here is a great while to come. So for, for we to be fulfilling this, this is for a great while to come. Because what'll happen what happened, mother? Let's look at that Isaiah chapter six. We're going to eight down to verse eleven, and daughter's gonna pick it up at twelve and thirteen. Then swing right over to Isaiah 22, 17 through 19 and 25. Daughter of Yahweh. Come on, that mother eat. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8 to 11. Verse 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Yahweh saying, Who shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Verse 9, and he said, go and tell this people, hear you indeed, but understand not, and see you indeed, but perceive not. Verse 10, make the mind of this people fast, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes. And hear with their ears, and understand them 
mind and con and convert and be healed. Verse eleven. You hear that, you hear that? Hold on, I'm going to hear everything. See, to be healed, you got to put that stony mind up. See, that stony mind is not, it's not Yahweh's doing. To be healed. And to be healed, you must put the stony mind down. You must have a Daniel spirit that Mother read, an excellent spirit. You must mm-hmm. have the spirit David. David said to Samuel, I mean to uh, Yahweh, you can take everything I got from me. Just don't take away that righteous spirit from me. Because you know one thing, if you ain't got that spirit with you, in the eyes of Yahweh, you're ugly. You're ugly in the eyes of Yahweh. Because you know when he put his spirit in you, you have an elder read in 10 verse 6. You ain't gonna be the same person. You won't be all over the place. No. You won't be all over the place. See, remember one thing. That's what Yahweh saying. Remember the last night's lesson when it was? He asked in that twenty third chapter, verse forty, he asked Eliezer. His right hand man. He said, What you see, Eliezer? My right hand man. He said, I don't see nothing but the mountain. Oh yeah. He said, My firstborn son, Ishmael. What you see? He said, I don't see nobody the same thing your right hand man sees. He said, he knew they was not accepted. Although they had more time in than Isaac. See, Yahweh is not on that seniority thing. You have all the time you want, but if your spirit ain't right, he notified everything. He said, Isaac, what do you see? He said, I see a big black man with feet stuck out of them clouds. The big black hand, yeah, Yahweh accepts you. You see what you see. So he knew that same thing we got to do because we know it's going to happen. But we got to be prepared to deal with it by when they come in, even in relationships. You got to know that their spirit is according to this Bible. Huh? You have to know these things. That's why we come home six nights a week. And we teach spirit led from Yahweh, Luke 12, 12. We know we're doing part 20, but some things you need to know along the way of knowing something. When Yahweh working with you, your spirit will rise up. You will see a new attitude. You will see you won't have that stony mind no more. You won't have that stony look in your eyes. Mm-hmm. You have an up spirit. That's the, that's the sign of Yahweh working with you. Like Mother read in Daniel 6, verse 3, you have an excellent spirit. You won't be murmuring or complaining. You'll be going to flow because Yahweh will be going to call everything, which we're going to read shortly. Then we're going to give us a little of that um, revealing the number of the 666 beat. But one thing about it, you can have on your mind to go one way. And Yahweh said, yeah, that was on your mind to go one way. I want you to take care of this. Because it might be somebody somewhere around the world, over 900,000 strong, somebody, this message is for them. And that's what you got to always remember. You might have one thing on your mind, 
But Yahweh might say, no, I want you to take you do what I tell you to do. And that's how it goes in Yahweh. And that's when you know what he's working with you. So we can read what Saul said to his big dignitaries around him. He said, Yahweh ain't cheating me no more. I wouldn't anywhere try to give me a, a word from Yahweh. See, Yahweh, when he's through with you, you'll be all over the place. But when he's working with you, it'll show up. Got it? Good. Now, so what are we at right now? Where we at, daughter? Daughter Yahweh, where we at in the, in, um, in the book of Isaiah? Come on, mother. Finish that 10 and 11 again, and daughter going to pick up at 12 and 13. Isaiah chapter uh, 6, verse 11. I mean, verse 10. Make the mind of this people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes that they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their mind and convert and be healed. Verse 11. Then said I, Yahweh, how long? And he answered until the city be wasted without inhabitants, and the house without man, and the land be utterly desolate. You hear the man just said, to see that, Yahweh, how long is this going to happen? This is a prophecy of 70 A.D. with the destruction of the children of Israel left rulership, power, and they ain't been in power since 70 A.D. He said, okay, everything is told down because evidently he said, if you do right, you can stay in the land. He said, how long are they going to be in the captivity? He said, when are they going into captivity? This happened in Luke 21, 20 24. We tore the whole place down by Titus. Best pages, his father sent that tear all up. And he went back to be emperor of Rome. Isaiah knew that somewhere to come, people would be in captivity. And how long? Until it tore down, but not only tore down, until what? A.L., until what? Let's see about the tore down in first in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10. So now we know you've been told out. But now look what he says in Jeremiah 1, verse 10. What does he say we can read? In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, reading verse number 10, says, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. See that? So that's what we hear today. Is to build and plant. And that's why we come from. We hit on the other side. But right now, we're in the timeline of building and planting. Planting and building. That's the time we're in right now. 
because we, we don't have the beat down, but see, we don't even know that we don't have to beat down. Mm-hmm. We think that we all right. We don't know that we don't have to beat down. That's how we've been put in the position we're in today through the Roman Catholic Church, Christianity, Islam, Judaism. We don't know that we don't have our back beat up to this day. Now it's in the mind. But now a ministry come down to show you what time you're in now. No, we read over there in Ezra. If in Ezra days, it wasn't but an hour and a half left. What time are you in now? And you still going to drag your feet and just say, y'all what? Shame on you. Come on, daughter, give me that verse, that daughter. Give me that 12 and 13. Isaiah 6, 12 and 13, daughter, come on. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. And the Yahweh have removed men far away. And there be a great forsaking in the midst of the land. Verse 13. But yet in it shall be a tent, and it shall return, and shall be eaten as a teal tree, and as an oak whose substance is in them, where they cast their leaves. So the righteous seed shall be the substance thereof. Yeah. He said, but it's going to be a remnant, a kiss, it's going to return. See, now that, that, that's big job. He said, a, a, so a remnant's going to wake up and return. Take a look at this book a little bit more serious, knowing what the timeline we in, and you're not going to be able to hear this on that news, on that one I say. You want to hear from those that Yahweh gave his word to, has he break down the mysteries, the deep, dark sands, in his body. It's all written, but it's decoded. And if you and if you walk in contrary to this word, it's gonna get past you. Although the timeline you ain't got but an hour and a half in extra time. What time you got now? And you still gonna drag your feet? Remember what Mother read yesterday? And that um four twenty eight? Once you understand this thing, you see him ten times. You you First one in and all six camps, one in the camp, last one leave. Why? Because you know what time it is. You put that spirit in you and you know what time this thing is. Now, daughter, go, because Yahweh is still talking to Isaiah and 22. And listen, he said in 17 through 19 and 25. He's still talking to Isaiah, though. What he said that we can read in Isaiah 22, 17 through 19 and 25. When it's chapter 24, 17, 19, 17 through 19, and 25, yes. behold, the Yahweh will carry thee away with a mighty captivity and will surely cover thee, surely, surely cover thee. He will surely, verse 18, he will surely violently turn and toss thee like a ball into a large country. There shall thou die. And there the chariot of thy glory shall be the shame of thy Yahweh's house. Verse 19. And I will drive thee from thy station, and from thy state shall he pull thee down. Verse 25. 
In that day, said the Yahweh shall the nail that is fastened in the sure place be removed and be cut down and shall fall. And the burden that was upon it shall be cut off, for the Yahweh have spoken it.
you must be doing the Baruch 28. He's going to hit for the one that, you know. Hey, Marie, give me that Michael chapter 4, verse 5. We're going back to the elder again. We're going back to the elder. Repeat that again. Give me that Michael chapter 4, verse 5. I, I need a precept, Mother. I need a precept in Michael chapter 4, verse 5. Then we're going back to the elder. And then we'll see if we reach down and grab uh, Brad Job. Uh, he's he coming on stage. Let's, let's see if he's coming to get in that microphone and, and do some dust bands, Yahweh, Charlie. So now, um, give me that Michael, chapter 4, verse 5. What is it say there, Mother? The book of Michael, chapter 4, verse 5. For all people will walk, everyone, in the name of his Yahweh. And we will walk in the name of the Yahweh, our Yahweh, forever and ever. Now, see that? Now, that, now that's so big right there, what he's saying. See, once you know who you are, do, do you know what? I'm going to read that again. See, that, see that, that, that's a dark saying right there. That right there is a dark saying. Read that again, mother, in four verse five again. Michael the book four, of Micah. The book of Micah, chapter five, chapter four, verse five. For all the people will walk, everyone in the name of his Yahweh, and we will walk in the name of the Yahweh, our Yahweh, forever and ever. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna leave that on tape because I know by you looking at that worldly kernel, you ain't got a clue. You think it's saying one thing, but it's totally different. Can't cover everything. Not in one day. These three hours go so fast before you know it. So come on back, yo. We're coming back to that what we left off in second episode. So we so we know one thing. All we got is the timeline. What he told us. Now, we're coming back to the second Ezra, chapter 14. And so now, give me that 11 through 17. Get past the part where the timeline. We, we don't know. We got the timeline on tape. Ezra, the theater asked the question. If you read back a little earlier, what time we in? He said, look at it like the clock. That's 12, right? Like 12 tribes of Israel. He said, Ezra, in your days, 10 hours is gone already. And a half is gone in your days, Ezra. So Ezra knows, if you look at the clock, ain't but an hour and a half left. Let's see what he says now after that conversation, Ezra. After the hour, after the, the ten and a half has been said, we already read it. What happened next? What do he say next, Ezra? Look at Kill, come out. That would be starting with verse 13. Now, therefore, set thine house in order and reprove yeah. thy people comfort, such as them as be in trouble and now re- renown, renounce corruption. 14. Okay. Let go from the mortal thoughts. Cast away the burdens of man. Put off now the weak nature. 15. 
and set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto thee, and haste thee to flee from these times. 16. Forget greater evils than those which thou hast seen happen shall be done hereafter. 17. For look how much the world shall be weakened through age. So much the more shall evils increase upon them that dwell therein. You hear the man just said? He said, now listen, see, you're looking for old happy days. No, 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 listen. Evil going to increase. Matter of fact, evil going to get so bad, you're going to start seeing them. They're going to create what is just from nowhere, just take your identity. Like, but they come from them taking your identity back in the day. You see, you have to get American Negro in color. They become the children of Israel. They're taking your identity way back there. See, now you think you have to get American Negro, right? And Christian. You don't know you're a member of the Torah tribe of Israel. That's how, in the day, they're taking your identity right now. But you got to have all type of things just to hold your identity together. they pulling you. they being you and run your bill up sky high and you don't know what's going on. But see, all this was to happen to you. She said in 17, hey, Molly, pick up verse 19, down to verse 22. Okay. Second Israel chapter 14, verse 19 to 22. Verse 19. Then answered I before thee and said, verse 20, Behold, Yahweh, I will go and thus has commanded me and reprove the people which are present, but they that shall be better, the world is set in darkness, and they that dwell therein are without light. Verse 21. For that law is born, therefore no man knoweth the things that are done of thee, or the work that shall begin. Verse 22. But if I have found grace before thee, Send the righteous spirit unto me, and I shall write all that has been done in thee, in the world since the beginning, which were written in in thy law, that man may find that path. And that they which will live in the latter days may live. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, read verse 21 again, Mother. Hey, hey, Mother, you don't stop up on, on the big cloud now. What is that, verse 21 again? Verse 21. For that love is burnt, burnt before, before, therefore. Therefore, no man knows the things that are done of thee, or the work that shall begin. Mm-hmm. 
and now you now, and now you don't want to look around and think about it. Man, I see. So every your prophecy is every day that that's what they gonna do. They gonna burn. They gonna burn your books up. They burnt your books up. But guess what Ezra said? He said, now let's come back and see what Ezra said behind that. He said, your law has been burnt up. Now, everything that you have pictures of yourself and everything, all that's been burnt up. You're in captivity now. In every day, you're in captivity. You you ain't got nothing belongs to you, but, it, but Ezra's talking, but y'all always got a fear in every generation. But Ezra's talking. Y'all burnt up everything you that you had from my time to Adam's time, the record that we got, we don't have it no more. He's in that pocket that he was in. Because remember one thing, Israel is bigger than we think it is. We just, in the, what Ezra was at, they didn't have the record. Don't think the records wasn't somewhere else because it's, it's plainly a, uh, this is a good time to bring in Brother Job. And let's see if we bring in Brother Job and saying joking about Job. Let's see if you have me that 24 verse 60 of uh, Genesis. Let's see if we bring in Brother Job by meeting and greeting Brother Job by saying, Brother Job, Israel. Y'all fly PJSC, right? Brother Job, Israel. Brother Job, Israel. Y'all fly PJSC, right? Yahweh bless you. Oh, okay. Yahweh bless me. Hey, Brother uh, Job, can you give me a count of the children of Israel, the prophecy of the children of Israel in 24 verse 16 of Genesis? Because, see, when they paint the likeness of themselves, you don't know about the little itty bitty peak of the children of Israel. Let's see what it says in 24 verse 60, Job. What can we read in Genesis 24 verse 60? Hallelujah. Uh, yes. yes, 24 verse 60. Genesis What's 24. Uh, verse 6. Verse 6. Six zero. And it was this. Six zero. Six zero. Make it six zero. Genesis twenty four, verse six zero. And it reads, and they blessed Rebecca. And said unto her, Thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands of millions. And let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate thee. Yeah. So prophesied that the children of Israel will have a population to come a thousand million. So that's sixteen, nineteen, that's it come up with it, ten thousand, twelve million or whatever. But the same joke is you ain't got no twelve million with ten million or twelve million winning the captivity. 
and no 1619 because you know why? You can't find three uh, ships even today. What a ship is to bring 10 to 12 million people over from that West Coast. What a ship. How they get over here? Reach that little pocket. Number of little pocket chains over there. You don't have enough ships to come up with no 10 or 12 million people went into captivity. But remember, children of Israel is how many of them, but do, what's the poverty of the children of Israel again? According Thousands to 20, of millions. Thousands of millions. So uh, if they is prophesied to be thousands of millions, and all you say you said brought over, over in America was 10 million to 12 million, that ain't 2% of the children of Israel. Yeah. So let's get one more. Let's get a precept on that, Brother Joe. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 1. Let's get a precept. 500 years later, Moses spoke on that, on that prophecy. Moses spoke on it in Deuteronomy chapter 1 there, Brother Joe. He spoke on the welfare of the children of Israel. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, what did he say that we can read there, Brother Joe? Verse number 11. Deuteronomy 1, 11. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. And it reads, <coughs> and it reads, <coughs> Deuteronomy 1, chapter 11. Okay, here it is. The Yahweh of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as ye have promised you. So in 500 years later, the prophecy that devil was given to Rebecca and 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 Isaac in them days when Moses 500 years later, you say you can be more than that. So so you can't put no number on the children of Israel. We had the span of the sea, but we all been in deep darkness on the way we carry ourselves contrary to this body. Hey, come on back here. Let's see what we have now. Um, and that you read that what were we at what we leave off on what we leave off in that second Israel. Who got what? Now you have to see how I in second Israel. I think I left off yeah. on seventeen. Okay, you put seventeen up. I read I read I read to twenty two. Okay, good. Yeah. Now, so now, it Okay, good. Now, daughter, come on, pick up verse 23 and take it down to verse 28 and 37. It's a point in here, Now we're going to see this point that daughter of Yahweh get ready to bring out. In verse 23, 28, and 37. Listen real good. What's on the table? Come on. Hold on. What chapter again? Second is the 14. Okay. Verse 23, doctor, verse 28 and 
Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 20. Second Ezra 14, pick up verse 23, down to verse 28 and 37. Okay, 2nd Ezra 14, verse 23 to 28 and verse 30. Verse 23. And he answered me, saying, Go thy way, gather the people together and say unto them that they seek thee not for 40 days. Verse 24. But look upon, but look thou, prepare thee many box trees. It takes thee, Saray, Debriah, Salamia, Echina, and Asia. These five words to write with me. Verse 25 And come hither, and I shall light a candle of understanding in thy mind which shall not be put out till the things be performed, which thou shalt begin. Verse 26. And when thou hast done some things, shall thou publish, and some things shall thou show secretly, secretly to the wise. Tomorrow, this hour, shall thou begin to write. Verse 27. Then when I forth, as he commanded, and gather all the people together and say it. Verse 28. Hear these words, O Israel. Verse 37. So I took the five men, as he commanded, met, and we went into the field and remained there. I hear that? You hear what the man just said? Verse 
the timeline of what we are according to Ezra. So, so what we say is, this is a big job. The seer will be given information to reveal to the six anointed camp as the lesson unfolds. Keep that in your mind. So, now, Mother Eve, in the book of Sarah, chapter 6, verse 20, listen good what Mother Eve get ready to read.
and desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to do with um, the rock. i got to come back to that tomorrow. And right now, it's the birthday of the fall, so go to Sirach 42, verse 7, that mother. Let's go to Sirach 42 and speak with verse number 7. It don't got past me now. But I'm going to come back with it. Uh, Sirach 42, verse 7 says what? Okay. Sirach 42. 45. Sirach 42, verse 7. Deliver all things in numbers, and wait, and put all in writing, that thy give out or receive in. Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 and 22. 21 says, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. 22. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Yeah. So, I mean, see, right now, we we going to have to prove all things. And that's what we want to do now. We've been beat down so bad that we have to show it. Always, you're going to prove anything you got to say. You have to have a scripture to work with and with a precept. That's how we have got. So we know one thing. We are now, let's back up. I mean, uh, Mr. Till, give me that second as of 10, verse 56 and 57. Look at WCC just saying. See, you see how quiet it is? You know why? Everybody is listening real carefully to catch me in something tonight. Ain't that something? Catch me in what? Would you catch me 
saying nothing but some words. You can cry all they want, but you can catch me in some, some more words. For the heart is better for those here. Second Ezra chapter 10, verse 56 and 57. What does it say to help? Okay, second Ezra chapter 10. Looking at verses uh, 56 and 57. 56 says, And then shall thou hear as much as thine ears may comprehend. 57. For thou art... 57. For thou art blessed above many other, and art called but the highest, and so are but few. So it, 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 ain't, it, ain't, but, it ain't, ain't but a few going to be with you this day, Nail. And now, matter of fact, read that again. That sounds really good. I don't need that one more time, Nail. Second Nail again. Now, now, this was the, the angel was telling Ezra Zeer. Look what he said in verse 56 and 57. What did he say again, Nail? Verse 56 says, And then shall thou hear as much as thine ears may comprehend. 57. For thou art blessed above any other, and art called with the highest, and so are but few. He said, it ain't, it ain't but a few that's going to have this understanding to pass on. It will be all over the place like you can just run and grab your sermon and get it. But a few gonna have it. Is Ezra, you know you've been blessed, Ezra. It ain't, it ain't but a few is gonna get this to break this thing down. It'll be but a few. It'll be all over the place. It'll be where if you miss one, you catch the next one. It ain't gonna happen like that. That's what he's saying. It ain't gonna happen like that. Now, you wanna go look forward. Uh, I want to spot something along the way of spotting something. In Matthew 12, a statement was made to something to look for. In Matthew 12, 14, down verse 45 there, daughter. What is there we can read in Matthew 12, 43, down to verse 45? Listen to this, what he's saying there. In Matthew 12, what? Uh, verse 43, down to verse 45. 43 to 45. Yes, ma'am. Matthew 12, verse 43 to 45. When unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and find it none. Verse 44. Then he said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is gone, he find it empty, swept, and garnished. Verse 45. Then go of me and take him with himself seven other spirits. They enter in and, there and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto the wicked to this wicked generation. Well, read that again, brother. Mm-hmm. Read that again. Uh, 
Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walks through dry places seeking rest and finds it known. Uh, Verse 44. Yes, 44 and 45. Then he said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. 45. Then goes he and taking with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Then they enter in the inn and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be unto this wicked generation. <laughs> wow, what are you saying now? You know, you got some that um, they, um, they'll do, hey, Molly, they'll do the 10 verse 1. And what happens, you get in this word, and knowing that once you're in the word, mental spirit got, I mean, the evil mental spirit got to bag up. You got to go find somebody else to get into. But then all of a sudden, he knew he was on fire for a minute. So then, but he, they always seeking to peek back at the scene he's still on fire. And they run away because they come out that body of this man, and they run away. But all of a sudden, they said they go check back on them, and they find out that they the same, they the same standstill. They ain't got no growth in them. He said, "Oh, this person is faking." So he he called all of his buddies, and that man or woman came more wicked. Then was before because they have got about from the section of Yahweh. So one, one thing about it, you can get them demons out of you. But that means you got to keep going forward. You can't get them demons out of you and all of a sudden now you're going to back away. You got to get on the move because soon as you back away, they're going to they gonna say, oh, wait a minute. Ain't no rope in that person. They had a sign stick. See, he don't know where you're facing. He'll call all his buddies. You don't call um, Mr. Mr. Backbite. Hey, come on, Backbiter. Mr. Mermaid, come on, Mama. Uh, come on, um, Diabetes. Hey, <laughs> you just over here. Uh, sugar Diabetes. Come here, Di- Sugar Diabetes. It's, and they all going to jump in that body. And you'll be worse than everything when you battle this word. Yeah. So, what we're saying here. That they left this man. Because he was on fire in that word. They got it. But don't never drag his feet. He's moving in the word of Yahweh. Wow. Now, daughter, give me a precept on that. Give me that. Give me Hebrews 10, 5 through 39. Give me a precept. Give me a precept on that. Uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, 35 through 39. Precept. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 through 39. Yeah, what is that? Cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. 
Verse 36. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of Yahweh, you might receive the promise. Verse 37. For yet a little while, and he shall come. And he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So he said, he said, he wants you to get a, a, a wince of this word. Don't try to be. No. I mean, I mean, take off. Because if you draw back, y'all got no pledge in you. You got no pledge in when you draw back. And remember, them, and when them spirits see that you draw back, they're going to call their buddy. And they're going to get up and they're going to get to working on you. We're going to take some point, uh, Brother Joe. We're going to Mark chapter 5, Brother Joe. We're going to give us a case in point, a precept to the case in point. You have to be able to recognize certain things from the pages of the book. Uh, Brother Joe, we're going to Mark chapter 5, verse 6 down to verse 15. Back up with Mother Eve. Hey, Mother Eve, have me that in Luke chapter 8, verse 28, 29, and 35. Hey, you ever have me Mark chapter 7, 18 through 23. We're going to examine something and see what we, what we try to show you according to this lesson that you have to make sure you recognize whoever that's among you from the pages of the book. You got to recognize when spirit jumps on you and, a spirit, and how to get the spirit off of them. And you got to know what is your protection lies in the pages of the book. Jay asked you what spirit you on today. We got to know through this page of the book. Hey, uh, Brother Joe. Here. Mark chapter Here. 5, 6 down to verse 15. What did it say that, Brother Joe? Mark chapter 5. 6 to verse 6. Down to verse 15. What did it say? Verse 6 to 15. Yeah, what did it say? But when he saw Yahweh's son afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Verse 7, and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Yahweh's son, thou son of the most high Yahweh, the father? I adjure thee, my Yahweh, that thou, Torment me not. Verse 8. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Verse 9. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, Saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Verse 10. And he besought him, much that he would not send them away out of the country. Verse 11. Now there was there, there, was there nine unto the mountain 
of great herds of swine feeding. Verse 12, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. Verse 13. And forthwith, while the son gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd invited me down in a steep place into the sea. They were about two thousand and were choked in the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, and they ran a, a statistic there. You know, it, a lot of, you know, now you know people that were asking, what was the, before you commit that crime you did, what was the last meal that you had? You know, 90% of the ones that tell you the last meal they had, they tell you they had some sign of pork they ate mm-hmm. before they did that crime that got them or whatever. The, the last meal they ate was a pork meal. And that's the same meal Yahweh told you in the last chapter. Don't eat it, don't touch it, right? But a lot of times before a person do anything, and you look at the, and you understand the look for the last meal they did on Earth before they dug, before they go inside your head, uh, you know, dock you or whatever, the last meal they did on Earth would be some, some beans, some hogs, some pork. Okay? So you see what they, you see what's in pork? The devil. The devil's in that meat. It's right there. The devil's in that meat. But you know what? We love up and eat a bit of pieces that pork, don't we? Yeah. So you find out. If you look here, cast us into them pigs. When they jump up in malls, the malls ran violent down and fucked the head in the direction. And that's what happened when you died, Terry Law. They tell you what not to eat. You got a big organization called the Catholic Church. And that's all they eat. Here's they can get. There's a big New, New Year's of January the 1st. Biggest hog they can cook. They can get them out on. Today. Chapter 417. Okay. Romans 417. 
Romans chapter 4, 17, and it reads, Romans chapter 4, 17, and it reads this, 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him, whom be believed, whom he believed, even Yahweh, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Yeah. That's the same thing we're doing right now. We already we already look at the school, the banquet hall. The radio station and and food growing in every direction. We can call it in advance because we know it's gonna happen. Only thing Yahweh is waiting on one thing: those who step up and get in order, get in where you fit in. At once that happens, one thing about it: if you pop it off open right now, our mind ain't straight to do His <laughs> will. Got to, to recognize these pages in the book. You got you got to know when a evil spirit is on a person according to the Bible. You have to know that from the Bible. It might be your mama, your auntie, it might be Ray Ray, and uh, and Susie, Susie Woozy. You have to recognize what what kind of spirit and who labor among you. We kind of give you the signs in this reference. And and remember one thing we read earlier. The reason why no title on this reference is because of one thing. Yahweh didn't want to get on that lesson. That's why we have to have brothers to step up and say, you know what? I heard enough in that lesson where I can put a title on this lesson and put a label on this lesson right here because I know one thing. The timeline we in right now, that's prophecy. So we're going to get to everything. It's going to be a long series. But if you have one thing on your mind, and Yahweh takes you in the direction. So I behoove you to follow what Yahweh has you to do. And he wants you to recognize, you got to recognize when somebody got a, a spirit on them that's not of Yahweh. You got to recognize that. Remember what Mother read last night showing you that, that in the eve of the city, didn't he do it? What he do? He kill, he make alive, he wound, he heal. I, Yahweh, do all these things. You got to recognize Yahweh do all these things. And we have to recognize this when those will come before you, the power of our mighty one. You got to recognize everything. And now we're trying to show you how you catch a spirit that's not right. Because Satan could be ready in the midst of your presence. But all the way you're going to recognize them in the few pages of the book. Maybe take care of tomorrow, too. But right now, we're um, able to read that Mark chapter 7, 18, on verse 23. What's that, Elder? Okay, in the book of uh, Mark chapter 7, reading 18 to verse number 23. 18 says, uh-huh. And he saith unto them, Are you so without understanding also? Do you not perceive? Do you not perceive? 
whatsoever thing from without into man, it cannot defile him. 19. Because it entered not into his mind, but into his belly, and goeth out in the draught, purging all meats. 20. And he said, That which cometh out of man that defiled the man. 21. From within, out of the mind of men proceed evil thoughts, adulterers, fornicators, murderers. 22. Theft, convergences, wickedness, deceit, lavish, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. 23. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. You the man just said, you know there. He said, he said they, they wasn't talking about eating no pork, period. They talking about no things that you don't eat no pork. He said, now don't worry about what goes in your mouth. He said, because he's going to hit your belly, and he's going to go out to the ground. He's going to get rid of that. He said, that don't, that don't want the power of man, because they was jumping the ground about, hey, you didn't wash your hand before you put your hand on that good old meat. He said, man, let me tell you something, Pharisee. It ain't about me to wash my hands that devour a man. Well, the devour a man is this just right here in verse 22 and 23. It's not because I didn't wash my hands and I grabbed a piece of that old that old plate you had on the table. That didn't devour nothing. What devour a man is 22 and 23. What's the hell? Let's, let's see what devour a person in verse 22 and 23 of the seventh chapter of Mark. You want me to do 22 and 23 or add 21? Yes, sir. Give me, speak with verse 21 down to verse 23. 21. From within, out of the mind of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulterers, fornicators, murderers. 22. Thefts, convergences, wickedness, deceit, lavishness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. 23, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. Yeah. So now, so now you see what defile a person. It's not a point that a person can go wash their hands. What defile a person, when you also be back in and see what the evil eye. And make a statement and don't fulfill what comes out the mouth. That was defile. See, it's not because you didn't wash your hands. What comes out your mind defiles you. When you, when you, um, help me out, um, you to give me 30 verse 1 and 2 of Numbers. What is it saying in Numbers 30 verse 1 and 2? Help me out there, dog. Numbers 31 and 2. Let's see what defiles a man. Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2. Let's see what the power of man does. Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2. Pick it up, pick it up Mother E. Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2. The book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse 1 and verse 2. 
And Moses speak unto the heads of the tribe concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Yahweh has commanded. If a man vow a vow unto the Yahweh, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeded out of his mouth. You see that? So that, so that was it. See, that was now, right now, you know, they got it right now. You got to sign your name, put up everything you got. But back in the day, when you open your mouth, that was a contract. But right now, you know, that's no count no more. You got to give everything you got your head on, just get a couple of dollars now. Because the way, the way things is today, because the wrong people is in power. Let's, let's read that, Moses. Let's read that 29 verse 2 of Proverbs. Let's find out what's going on in Proverbs 29, verse 2. Let's get a brief step on that, Moses. See, it used to be when you are, uh, yeah, 29, verse 2. It used to be, once you say it, that's the end of it. We know your word was all good because you were Yahweh. But right now, you want to work like this. Let's see what it says in 29, verse 2. I'm proper. Twenty nine. verse 2. Okay. The book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 2. When the righteous uh-huh. are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bears ruler, the people mourn. Right, now. Now we now we know what we're going through right now. So we know one thing: righteousness is not in in control right now. Authority, because uh, we can run this thing right now. We clear about that, and we can always come at your door. Your name coming in the name of Bill. He can hold Bill every day. I can expect that. I can expect old Bill coming through. He always in the mailbox or knocking on your door. Who is you? I'm Bill. Don't you owe me something? You owe me something. Okay? Bill. Now, Mother, mother what it says in that Luke chapter 8, 28, 29, and 35? The book of Luke, chapter 28, I mean, chapter 8, verse 29, verse 28, 29, and 35. Yeah, verse 28. When he saw Yahweh, he cried out. He cried. When he saw Yahweh, he cried out and fell down before him. And with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Yahweh, the son of Yahweh Most High? I beseech thee, torment me not. Verse 29, but he had commanded the unclean spirits to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caused him and caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in feathers, and he break the 
band and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. Verse 35. Verse 35. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Yahweh and found the man out of whom the devil was departed, sitting at the feet of Yahweh the Son, clothed, and in his right hand, and and down there. After them devils, see, you have to recognize when when them demons on you, but Yahweh cast them demons about him, and then when the people seen that same man, they found him what clothed in his right mind. See, you got see, that's what he's telling you. He remember, but if you ain't got no Yahweh, check this out. Then what gonna check you? Huh? If you don't have no Yahweh, what gonna check you? If you ain't got no Yahweh, you'll be all over the place. He was clothed in his right mind. Why? Yahweh cast some demons about it. See, remember one thing. The person said, Well, I'm good. No, good when you when you good. Let me, let me show you. What it means about, hey, hey, what's going on, brother? What's up? Oh, I'm good. Let me, let me give you the definition of being good. Let's see if we get, um, now we remember uh, uh, Sister Sarah. She's a I'm going to holler that microphone at least one or two times now. Okay. Sister Sarah. Let's see if we uh, need and greet Sister Sarah to holler that microphone a couple times. Sister Sarah, y'all get you a suicide right Sarah, y'all thought BJSC right. Oh, what's the world? Why have no microphone? Okay. Let's, let's see. Can we uh, move down to the daughter? I'm looking on the microphone. Oh, okay. Hey, daughter, y'all Now, um, you know, as somebody tell you, they say, well, what you doing today? Oh, I'm good. Well, wait a minute. You can't just use that statement that I'm good. Your definition of being good. Hey, uh, daughter, Yahweh, the final definition about when they tell you, I'm good. I, oh, I'm good. Let's <laughs> see what it says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. So when you hear this statement called, oh, I'm good. Are you good? Let's find out the definition of that. Oh, I'm good. Go to Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17, darling. What it said in Matthew chapter 19, 16 and 17, we go and find out what somebody tell you, oh, I'm good, I'm good, all right, I'm good. Let's find out the Bible definition of being good. Now the other one. Let's find out the Bible definition when they say, oh, I'm good. We're going to throw this microphone at WPC. Hey, Brother Joe, pick that up, Brother Joe. Pick that verse up, uh, Brother Joe. Matthew yeah, chapter you know, 19. Yeah, hold on, hold on a minute, Brother Joe. You know, like you might say, uh, hey, are you going to class today? Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, you want to put me a 2640 in? Uh, Matthew, get an hour in. Oh, I'm good. Wait a minute. 
So when they use Man. that statement, but but hold on, but but when they use that statement, you guys know how to go. Okay, if you're good, that means once we read Matthew chapter 19, 16, and 17, we want to see what you still said after. I'm good. Matthew chapter 19, 16, and 17. What does it say there, but Joe? Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. And it reads, 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Verse 17. And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is Yahweh the Father. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Yeah. Don't let me tell you, oh, I'm good. Wait a minute. No, don't, don't, don't say that you're good because when you're good, you're doing what they're... Um, You're good. So that's when you're good. So you ain't good by saying you're good. 
if you ain't keeping no law. So you're not good. Because what check you is Yahweh's law, and that makes you good. So if you ain't got Yahweh's law, you going to do anything because what's going to check you? The laws will check you. And we read it. We read earlier. And not back, back up and read verse 1. Just to make it, I mean, 7 verse 1 just to make it sound good. But, Joe, read 7 verse 1. Then we're going to bring Mother, Mother Z in and give her commentary on tape number 20. Read verse 1, 7 verse 1. Romans chapter 7 verse 1. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the Torah, how that the law have dominion over a man as long as he lives. Yeah. So the law, the commandments have dominion over man or woman as long as you live. So you ain't good unless you keep the laws and the commandments. And we know the Roman Catholic Church ain't keeping no law, ain't keeping nothing in the Bible. They keep Sunday, first day of the week, Lord God and Jesus. Okay? So we know they ain't keeping no law. The plus, they in a land from the Jephthah people, and they land is Mount Seir, just below Israel. They ain't not even a proper land. So that ain't nothing kicking time bomb over there in the Roman Catholic Church. Now, so now, Mother Z. It's time to bring Mother Z in to give a commentary on the take number 20. Oh, double up tomorrow. Okay, good enough. You know, double up tomorrow. That's a great thing. So now, Mother, Mother uh, E, let's go to 1 Samuel. We have got to catch something. Let's, let's go to 1 Samuel 16. And Understand how Almighty operates, mother. You're going to First Samuel chapter 16, and something he said and how he operates, and we got to take a, a page out of it. First Samuel 16, and we're gonna look down at verse number seven. Then we'll get down to 13 through 15. Let's even say in 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, and skip down to 13, down to verse 16. What do you say there, Mother? Okay. 1 Samuel chapter 7, 16, verse 7, 13, 14, and 15. That's right. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. But the Yahweh said unto Samuel, Look not on the, his countenance, or on his height, or his stature, because I have refused him. For the Yahweh said, not as man said, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Yahweh looketh on the mind. Verse 13. Okay. Then Samuel, reverse 12. Then Samuel, hold on, my reverse 12 make it sound good. Reverse 12 verse, just make it sound good. 
Okay, verse 12. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was rooted and without of a beautiful conscience and godly to look. And the Yahweh said, Arise and not him, for he is he. For this is he. Uh-huh. Hold it on. Hold it on. So when, 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 when it comes time to be anointed, according to the Bible, in 10 verse 1, can you still see up in first thirty two one? 1? So when it comes down to be anointed, when it's time to be anointed, what can we read in 10 verse 1 when it's time to be anointed? 10 verse 1 of first Samuel. 10 verse 1. Okay. 10 verse 1 of 1 Samuel. Mm-hmm. We will take a look at okay. when it's time to be anointed. How do the Bible say you got to go by doing it? 10 1. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 10, verse number 1. 1 says, Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it up on his head and and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Yahweh had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? Mm-hmm. So when it's time to be anointed, God according to the Bible belongs to the seer, not the Pope. Not his cardinal, not his bishop. Mm-hmm. It's time to be anointed. Now we'll get a precept on that by daughter. She may find daughter and get a precept on it and get a closing statement out of daughter and find daughter Yahweh. We'll get a precept on that daughter by going to Second Kings nine one two and three. Get a precept on that daughter of Yahweh. We want to find out exactly do the Pope do the anointing the cardinals or they bishops? How do it work according to the Bible? Second Kings nine one two and three. What well, it say that daughter Yahweh in the closing statement come out? Daughter Yahweh? I'm not going to see it now. But Joe, pick it up in Second Kings chapter 9, 1, 2, 3 in the closing statement, Brother Joe. Let's see what we got. Hey, Brother Joe, Second Kings 9, 1, 2, and 3. And I close the statement there, Brother Joe. What did it say? Second Kings chapter nine, verse one through three. Okay, and it reads Second Kings chapter nine, verse one through three. And here, here it is. Second uh, Kings chapter nine, verse one. And Elisha, the seer, called one of the children of the of the of the prophets, and said unto him, and said unto him, Gird up thy loins, and take this box of oil in thine hand, and go to Ramah, Gilead. Verse two. And when thou comest, 
thither. Look out these look out took took look out these look out there Juha Juha the son of Delsaphat, the son of Nishmah, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him to an inner chamber. Verse 3, then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, thus say to Yahweh, I have anointed the king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. Mm-hmm. So now you know that's how it goes. Zerah is the one that do the anointing. Then he looks out there and finds the elders, and he put that same power in the elders' hand. Then the elders take that same power and put it in the teacher's hand. And the teacher take that same power and put it in the father's hand, the mother's, the children. But nothing, the Pope do not anoint you at no time. The Pope cannot anoint you. The Cardinals can't anoint you. The bishops can't anoint you. They got to go through the speaker first to the elders. That's the one you find. There's in there. So you've been anointed by the Pope. It ain't got to do with the Bible. He don't have that authority. There's in there. The speaker got that authority. He passed it down to the elders. All right, there, first go to the Mars. What's the closing statement is? You're on the clock there, Brother Joe. The closing statement the take 20. Tomorrow, back on airways at 730. There, come on. Okay. We're going to go, and I'm going to give the word of the day. And I will read this. Uh, perhaps. Everyone has their they Bibles open. And I'm going to go here to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And absolutely. Okay. Give me this. Okay. All right. I'm trying to gather myself with this one. This may be a. Uh... Okay. Here, here. I'm going. I'm at. I'm at. Um, in the book of John, John chapter eleven. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bithynia, the town of Miriam, and her sister Martha. And it was that Mary, Miriam, which anointed the Yahweh with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sisters 
sent unto him, saying, Yahweh, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Yahweh heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the honor of Yahweh, that the son of Yahweh might be glorified. Thereby, now, Yahweh the son loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, Yahweh Judah of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Okay. Good enough. I'm going to bring you Excellent. All right, mother. Let's, let's uh, swing down back to that first Samuel, chapter 16, and let's pick up at verse 13 down to verse 15, mother, and 23. So we have to be able to stop the thing, excellent, brother Joe. And first Samuel 16, 13 to 15, and 23, mother, and the closing statement. See what we got. Amen. First Samuel. Chapter 16, verse 13 to 15 and 23, what does it say? 13, 15, and 27. And 27. Yes, ma'am. Chapter 16, verse 13, 15, and 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of Yahweh come upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Verse 15. But Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from Yahweh troubled thee. Mm-hmm. So we have to recognize, Mother, we got to recognize when the good spirit of Yahweh got away from you, the covenant keeping spirit got away from you, then the evil spirit from Yahweh, never all the spirits come from Yahweh, you got to recognize when a brother or sister got an evil spirit on. And Yahweh and the, and the servants recognize that. He said, look at those Saul now. He got an evil spirit from Yahweh troubling him. So you got people, when they, when they walk around with a frown on their face, that's the evil spirit from Yahweh troubling them. What is it saying in verse, in verse number 23? Verse 23. And it come to pass 
when the evil spirit from Yahweh was up on was up and it come to pass when the evil spirit from Yahweh was upon Saul that David took an heart and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well and the evil spirit departed from him. Yeah. So now, what did all mean? Because the book on, on uh, him and that spirit that's going to tell you, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I need a evil spirit on me. Because when you, when you got evil spirit on you, only thing going to get off you is the word of your heart. When they tell you I'm good, I'm good, and good, you know they ain't good. So it's time for you to Move on down the road. Because if you are a Yahweh man, a Yahweh woman, you have an excellent spirit on you. All right, mother. Hold the baby tomorrow at 730. Take your time. You're on the clock tomorrow. Okay. Thanks and praise Yahweh for the class. Thanks and praise Yahweh for the teachers. Thanks and praise Yahweh to be in the class. And just thank and praise Yahweh for each and every one that's listening. Hallelujah.
For he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. Twelve. And Saul was afraid of David because Yahweh was with him and was departed from Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see, you see, you hear what's going on now? You go there. Uh, Saul was the king, and then he let Jesse get away, and he started doing what in verse 9 and 10? Hey, what happened again in verse 9 and 10? Hey, yo, what happened in verse 9 and 10? Okay, in First Samuel. We're looking at chapter 18, again, and verse 9 and 10. 9 6. And Saul eyed David from that day and forth. 10. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from Yahweh came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand. As at other times, there was a javelin in Saul's hand. You see that? So you see that? Although David did try to uh, pray with the brothers, but, but they down tough over him so bad that he had a javelin in his hand. See, when you ain't got Yahweh, you look at those that Yahweh leads, that's the mind that they have. All, they want, all on their mind is jabbing you to the wall. That's all on their mind. Like, like brother told me, I am calling out the town. Bro, I like to kick your head running to the wall. I go, Why do you want to run my head into the wall up to that tree? But what what reason? That's that evil spirit on you. That evil spirit on you is make you all you want to think about is to live an old fear. That's not right. But we already know what kind of fear you got in that one. That's the kind you see them fears on them. You avoid them. Got wild with you. Because first time in chapter 19 now, Elder. We'll look at verse 9 and 10. We're going to the 19th chapter, 9 and 10. See, like I said again, see, Yahweh dictates the lesson. That's why you put Luke 12, 12 on it. What the fear is all about. But the same token, you got to recognize the signs of the giant. You have evil spirits around you, and how you know, when you, when you said something about that Bible, they get all hunky up. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I mean, how are you good and you don't you read no book? Uh, you want to, me and you get, get in the Bible for one hour, 26 verse 40 on Matthew. I ain't got time for that. They don't know what's pushing them. That's that evil spirit from Yahweh pushing them. So Yahweh requires you to give him one hour out of 24 hours. That's up to you. The message in that, but First Samuel chapter 19, 9 and 10 says what else? First Samuel, chapter 19, verses 9, verse number 10. 9 says, And the evil spirit from the Yahweh was upon Saul, as he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand. And David played with his hand. 10. And Saul sought to smite David, even to the wall with the javelin. But he slipped away out of Saul's presence. And he smote the javelin into the wall, and David fled and escaped that night. Do Yahweh do? Yahweh get you out the way. Yes. It's up to you now. You can't keep on trying to make somebody do right if they're not Yahweh. So what's going to check you? 
You ain't Yahweh. Why are going to check you? See? What checks you is Yahweh. If you got a mate, it's not Yahweh. What's going to check them when the evil spirit come upon them? They don't hear nothing you got to say about no Yahweh. Huh? It hurts them. And then you can go and lay your head down and take your nap. You might find yourself uh, visiting Mr. Javelin. You never know. Because one thing about it, <laughs> let's get one more. Let's go. Let's get one more in the close then, yo. Let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse number 6. And let's close out. It's all yours in the kitchen. To all the network tomorrow at 7.30. Remember, class on Friday is at 7.30 on network. Let's read one verse. Uh, Luke 1, verse 6, what it say? Um, Luke chapter 1, verse number 6 says, And they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments of Torah instructions and ordinances of the Yahweh blameless. You see that? So now you now you work now you work with whoever you better have is. Because when you're both in the in Torah and the laws and the commandments, you know what check you is the word. But one of you is not in Yahweh, what's gonna check you? They be sitting there they be, they be sitting there up on the table with a javelin in their hand. <laughs> Wait on you check your nap. Check your nap. Might be all over. Don't put yourself in that position. Make sure if you're a Yahweh man, make sure you got your Yahweh woman. If you're a Yahweh woman, make sure you got a Yahweh man. Because that javelin can be closed by. Ain't nothing. And Satan ain't going to stop the javelin. All right. Elder, Mr. Till, Exxon Broadcast on Take 20. So what you got to tell this national audience, it's all yours. And we'll catch everybody tomorrow at 730. It's all yours, Elder. Take us home, Neville. Come on. Once again, Yaqua bless everyone, and thank you for bringing uh, all of us your attention to the words of Yaqua. As we said with our opening statement, Yaqua is with us when we're in the temple and when we're at home and doing the righteous things that he said that we should do. And I gave that reminder in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse number 14. For Yahweh, Yahweh walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore, shall thy camp be righteous, and that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, uh, All right. We still got a little more time. Yeah, you want to talk a little bit more? I want to uh, give a hallelujah to those on the network. And then one thing, we, we come on this broadcast to do one thing, to enlighten you in the brain. We know we might be talking about one thing, but still, Yahweh, take it no direction. Go with the way Yahweh give it to you. Spirit really led through him. Because somebody needs to know what to look for. Because we always end up in wrong situation, in penitentiary, trying to make somebody uh, serve what you serve. No, it got to be in them with the right spirit. You know, you got to throw the statement right. behind that. Or, or you want to go out tomorrow, you know, well, all yours. The right, the right spirit is being strong in the word of Yahweh. But you do have those that out there that try to give you their own word. 
And if you're weak-minded in the word of Yahweh, you're going to be strong in deceptive teaching. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hit them up. Get the elders, get a brother, get a sister, and those all on the network. Remember one thing: you come six nights a week to inform you on what he give us to tell you at that level. Although we're doing the series, but in the same token, those that got the gift, take note, take note, pull out what you need and put a label on that. That part you need, pull out the part that you need in the lesson. Because the lesson went a totally different direction. You need to know one thing. The reason why our relationship breaks up. Because both of you got to be on the one. And y'all block. Because if you're not on the one, we're going to check you. We're going to check you. Satan. Satan can't check you. Satan can't tell you hurting. Hurting. Get that knife. Put it a little, little, little tighter in your hand. Get that brick a little tight in your hand. Huh? And not back yet. Eat a, eat a hog sandwich with you. Eat a hog sandwich and get <laughs> real syrup. Get your nice hog sandwich. And boy, that'll get you. That'll get you the pressure all the way up. It ain't nothing on your mind but just taking something and running. Pull it to the wall. That's the jab to the wall you want to do today. Listen. 